Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eco Vibes podcast, where we have interactive conversations on environmental topics with people from across the world. I'm your host, Kadisha Stewart, and this is season three. Yes, we're back, and this is the Ocean and Climate Action series, where we talk all things climate change and ocean conservation. Y'all can't begin to imagine how excited I am to be back recording and amplifying the voices of amazing young people. Joining me today is my favorite Colombian ever, even though I only know one Colombian. And because his name is Spanish and all that, let me make sure I roll my R's and pronounce his name correctly. So here goes. Welcome, Carlos Perez Murcia, the shark teacher, a.k.a. Prophet Tiburon. Hello, hello, Cadilla. I am Prophet Tiburon. I am very glad to be in Echo by podcast. Thank you for amplifying my voice and le- letting me hear your amazing voice because you're doing amazing work to save our ocean, save our ocean. Thank you for inviting me, Kadija. Of course, guys. Have you seen the energy Carlos has? Like, so you already know this podcast is going to be amazing, right? So let me tell you a bit about Carlos. He's a biologist and scuba instructor from Bogota, Colombia. And besides being a passionate shark scientist, ocean literacy and policy are his favorite tools to scale up collective action that allows us to live a healthy future. Prophet Tiburon is the new president for Sustainable Ocean Alliance Hub for Colombia. Congratulations. And Thank you. Yes, and he's an environmental educator for Fundacion Mundo Azul, Guatemala, and the North American Association for Environmental Education in the United States. So, Prophet, first question off the bat. How did you get into marine science or marine conservation? So, wow, Kadija, that's an amazing question because I think it all goes back to 2014 when I had my first encounter with an amazing creature, with the most amazing predator of the ocean, the sharks. I had this encounter at Providence Island in the Colombian Caribbean. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was scared, but once like I just saw the eye of the shark and we had we had this eye contact, something changed. Something in my life changed. And I was super into biology and scuba diving. Like I, I found my passion in scuba mm-hmm. diving in, in in the ocean, in nature as well. So that's why I studied biology uh, at uh Los Andes University in Bogota, Colombia. And then I continue my career as a professional scuba diving and everything has been amazing. I love sharks and I love protecting our planet ocean. Oh, I love that. I've been saying that I need to become a scuba diver for the longest while. Um, (laughs) It has not happened as yet, but hopefully next year when I come to Colombia, you know, I have a friend that would help me out. (laughs) Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe Prophet Tiburon is right now in Cartagena in the Caribbean of Colombia and is scuba diving, showing people how fragile and how beautiful the ocean is, connecting them with the ocean because we are losing that connection. We need to see and scuba diving is that window uh, to connect and to uh, see the fragile ecosystem our ocean has. That's very true. Yeah, a lot of people, if they interact with the ocean, it might be just like, you know, going to the beach, staying on the surface, 
spending some time with family and friends and then going back home but really connecting with the life underwater is so important and I feel like once that connection is made it helps you value the resource so much more it makes you want to love the ocean want to protect it so that you know future generations could also enjoy it as well so you have a very important job so treasure it ah thank you Kadija and it's not a easy work Kadija I have a lot of responsibility right now. I'm watching me and and my 12-year-old first student. And mm-hmm. I remember that she's, she was a little girl. And uh, this is a very responsible sport. So it is not easy to be a, a scuba instructor. So thank you because I will treasure it more because now I, I appreciate it. And, you, and I know you appreciate it as well. So thank you for that, Kalinia. Exactly. You're changing lives one day at a time, you know, opening their eyes to the lovely ocean that surrounds us. So don't stop doing what you do. Uh, right. So I know you are an environmental educator for Fondacion, as well as the North American Association for Environmental Education. Right. So what exactly does your work entail? Who are you educating? What are you educating them on? Why are you educating them? Well, Kadija, this is this is a very like this is my whole story. <laughs> so this question is very broad. I love it because Profitiburon started uh, its virtual program, art-based virtual program, uh, with little kids. I think little mm-hmm. kids are a very important public because uh, once you teach the little kids, the little kids will teach their parents. And it will be very difficult for the parents to say no to that because kids are the parents' treasure. The young people are the treasure of our world. They are the future generation. So we need to take care of them and we can uh, uh, tackle the parents through the kids. I think that is very important in the work that I do. Uh, mm-hmm. But it all started in a difficult moment. I think difficult moment will, will always make us stronger. And in COVID-19, just when everybody was at home, um, my boss and I in Fundacion Mundo was like, okay, we, we need to continue with our education work, but we need to do it virtually. And we started with little friends, with little kids, um, a few groups from Guatemala, a few groups from Colombia. And this whole program, Kadija, it just expanded and expanded and expanded. And now we have a Club de los Tiburones with um, sort of 30 little kids that are like two years now with Profit Tiburon working on ocean literacy, on ocean conservation, using social media for education, and mm-hmm. you know like connecting all of these people with sharks uh we are the shark club and we are sea shepherds we are guardians of our ocean stewards of our ocean and this program has been also for adults Kadija, we do some webinars we do some fa- facebook lives some um like very scientific um classes and mm-hmm. We have reached around like 30 countries uh, around the world. This has been awesome, around 30,000 people, adults, young people, families. So it's very nice because uh, virtuality has no boundaries, Kadija. And with a, with a challenge, we can do very amazing stuff. 
Oh, I absolutely love that. And, you know, the ocean has no boundaries as well. So it's like, why, why not? You know, and I remember I joined one of your sessions with the kids for World Shark Day. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. They were so enthusiastic. They were so happy and ready and willing to learn and willing to share and contributing. And it was just like a pure innocent joy that I have not seen in the environmental space in such a long time that I absolutely loved. So I could imagine how rewarding it is for you working with these children all the time and, you know, seeing them grow, seeing them become their own ocean stewards, seeing them do their own thing. Um, yeah, that must be an amazing feeling. It's it's totally amazing. Like yesterday I gave the class and my energy is like back. My soul is back and we are doing this experiment uh, of climate change because it's like, okay, we have learned about sharks and mangroves and ecosystems and uh, the ocean principles. But what about climate change? Let, let's talk about climate change with our little kids and let's talk mm -hmm. about it in a way that they 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 can smile you know climate change is always like oh my god this is ter a terrible moment to live in we're heating up uh the the polar bears are losing their homes and all this stuff so we did this experiment in how is uh uh coca-cola you know uh, mm. <laughs> similar to the ocean because both of them they have carbon dioxide in the in in their inside So we right. put them in, in the sun with a little cup and we see if the water or if the Coca-Cola is generating more vapor. So the Coca-Cola will give more vapor, more heat because of the carbon inside. So as we put more carbon in our ocean, we're going to heat up more our planet and we're going to have serious consequences. So this is a fun way and... Uh, like a STEM methodology for learning about climate change. My gosh, I would never have thought about doing that as a way to educate children about climate change. That is amazing. The level of creativity that you need to develop sometimes when dealing with children because climate change could be, like you said, a very daunting thing to talk about. It could be very negative. It could be doom and gloom. And you don't want to make anybody depressed. You don't want to give, like, we already deal with climate anxiety to some extent, and you don't want to give that burden to a five-year-old, to a six-year-old who really actually had nothing to do with climate change, who's just here to be a child and ready and willing to enjoy life, to play, you know, to make friends, do things that children should be doing. So I think it's great that you're finding really engaging ways to teach them about the topic without depressing them in the process. That's a skill. Yeah, Thank you, Khadija. Of course. <laughs> You're the best. You have the best energy. And that's that's the energy we need to save our ocean. This, this is a fight, Khadija. This is a real fight. This is not something like uh, very easy, you know, like people sometimes can see us and say, oh, you're always in the ocean. You're very happy. But this is not an easy fight. This is very, mm -hmm. very difficult and And sometimes we have to do a lot of work. We don't sleep. We are in a class. We are uh, in social media doing this campaign. We are gathering people, uh, volunteering. We are we're doing so many stuff uh, that sometimes our body feels bad. So we need this energy. We need this passion. We need we need to be a superhero. We need superpowers, and we have them. That's why we are leaders of <laughs> ocean. 
Okay, Khadija, we are superheroes and that's not easy. Nobody said it was going to be easy. That's very, very true. Wow. I feel pressure, but at the same time, I don't feel pressure. <laughs> but <laughs> one of the things that I really um, love seeing with the work that you do with Richard and also is the fact that you incorporate art and stuff into that. I remember when you rejoined the session, you know, you made everyone draw a shark. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know how to draw. How embarrassing. But I saw so much of them. They didn't even stop to think about that. Like, they just drew, you know, innocently. And then at the end, everybody showed their picture. And it's like, oh, this is my shark, etc. And I was like, okay, okay. I mean, sometimes it's good to just step away and, like, you know, embrace your inner child. But also, like, art is a very, very great tool to use to raise awareness, art, music, etc. And I know you love music. Y'all don't even understand. Carlos is always singing. And it's not to say, like, he's an amazing singer. Sorry, Carlos, I'm training <laughs> under the bus. But he's always singing. So I want to know from you. Why? Why? I'm sorry. I had to say it. But... Why do you think it's so important to use like art and music as a tool for like ocean and climate activism? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, I would work on my on my on my singing, but uh, yeah, I think art. I mean, music. I mean, who doesn't love music? They say music is the medicine for the soul, and sometimes I'm feeling like uh, like on a cloudy day, and I put some music and I start dancing, and I'm feeling like so good. Um, and people love music, people love arts, and they are a universal language. People love sports, people love fashion, and that's what, what we need to save our ocean. We need all of the arts to come together and help us save our ocean. There's this um, ocean-friendly fashion, there is these movies like Aquaman uh, talking about uh, about the the challenges of the ocean so i saw it i saw it like with my own eyes at the ocean conference i mean who didn't love jason momoa everybody very true everybody because he's hollywood he's an artist he's a, he's a, he connects the world okay so i didn't even seen i, I haven't even seen aquaman and that's a, a, that's a treasure we have right kadija <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with so many others yes <laughs> so i haven't seen aquaman and i already love jason momoa i haven't even seen game of thrones neither that and i love him because he's an artist and i think every a lot of people was like me like they haven't even seen aquaman but the just the reason the fact that he's an artist it changes everything so i need I, I think we need more artists uh, based on the ocean, ocean-friendly artists. We need that. That's why I'm working on some ocean music. Uh, I always do art. But, like, there's no class of Profitiburon without art. There's no class with some drawings, with some... Okay. And it's, it's for the soul, you know? It's for the soul. And, and then when you show that drawing on social media... People connect from any country and they connect with that drawing because it's art and everybody understands it. I mean, economics, politics, not everybody or scientists, not everybody understands them. But art, 
everybody do. Yeah, and the arts in all form, eh? not just the physical drawing or paintings, but music, documentaries, music, storytelling, etc. Like everybody connects with arts. Podcasts. Ex- exactly, podcasts, spoken word, poetry. <laughs> the list goes poetry. on. Yeah, yeah, but the, these are the things that people connect with the most. And it's very important that we use these tools to raise awareness because at the end of the day, like, yes, the scientists are working very hard. They're putting out papers. We we are reading them, you know, but we are select few, right? There's so many people, probably millions everywhere on this planet that just re- would not pick up a scientific paper, a journal article, a report and read it and connect with it but let there be a song about the ocean or about healing the world or you know anything like that then guess what everybody knows it right? everybody so, and i'm yeah. i'm going to give just one example baby oh my gosh everybody knows that song everybody in the world like i, I was i was in in french cadilla and there were these little kids and they started singing this song with me and we start dancing together and like i'm dancing baby shark with these little french guys like Mm -hmm. what so music is wow music is something really big and it connects people and it it would be very important to use that tool to save our ocean that's very true and you mentioned um, aquaman and jason momoa so i'm not gonna tell people your secrets uh cough cough <laughs> the fact that he had no clue who you know he was and the movie etc and this is me spilling the tea but <laughs> uh but we did have the opportunity to meet Jason at the UN Ocean Conference. So I'm just going to talk about, switch gear a little bit and talk about the conference. So we both had the opportunity to participate in the UN Ocean Conference Youth and Innovation Forum that took place in Lisbon in and it was organized by the governments of Portugal and Kenya, as well as Sustainable Ocean Alliance, United Nations Global Compact, Nova School of Business, and several others, also supported by UNDESA, right? And this occurred from June 24th to the 26th, and over 100 young people from across the world came together to develop solutions based on five topics. And I know the topics were like ending waste, um, sustainable seafood, um, renewable energy, mapping the ocean, and there's one that's escaped or oh, set sail for zero. So, what area will you in, and what project did your group come up with? Okay, I love that. We were in mapping the ocean, and we had to to tackle like some problems, not just from research. That is, like we we want to map the ocean to to know it, but as well to help uh, and to restore the ecosystems that we have lost and to help the fishermen because all of the like our main tropical coastal ecosystems that are reefs and seagrass meadows and mangroves are nurseries for fishing um economy so it's very important to have this these ecosystems in order for fishers and to communities to have income and for mm-hmm. uh, our countries to have an, an economy. So we came up with this with these two projects. Uh, and the most like innovative one was with this high 
technology with a high spectrum camera that will measure how many carbon um, a seagrass meadow will collect in in one year, in two years, in three years, and sort of make a, a, a new blue carbon uh, offset market. And this blue carbon right. offset market will be uh, focused on the seagrass meadows restoration in order to sell more carbon credits and, and to restore more um, ecosystems in the run. Because we already have these carbon credits in land, we also have it in mangroves with satellite images, but we mm -hmm. can't measure the carbon in the water. We, but we now have these high-tech uh, cameras that they can measure it. They measure how many biomass do we have in the seagrasses and we convert that into carbon credits. We sell it and we restore and we do the process all again. So it's a very circular uh, process, very circular economy. It brings a lot of work to many uh, scuba divers, to the governments, to the carbon uh, sellings, to the carbon markets, and as well, it will restore the fishing grounds for artisanal fishermen. Oh, wow. This is very interesting. And I love how full circle the idea is. And I feel like one of the best things from the um, youth forum is the fact that so many different young people were able to come together from different backgrounds, different cultures, just different everything. And two days just over the span of two days, be able to come up with such amazing, innovative ideas. Like that to me would always be mind-blowing because sometimes you see, you know, when you look at politics and the government, et cetera, and things take so long to mobilize. Things take yeah. so long to be developed, to become an idea, et cetera. And in the span of two days, look at how much amazing projects we had. So it's very obvious that there's a strong need for, you know, more spaces for youth to be able to develop these initiatives. And unfortunately, only two people, only two groups, sorry, were able to receive funding to execute their initiatives. So it's, there's also very clear that we also need more finances being pumped into you know, ocean innovation projects. There's a need for scaling up these things, etc. So, but on a positive note, we are very much capable. All we need is the tools and the resources and the spaces to make these things happen. And guess what? We would make it happen. And I know for you, one of your biggest ways to address this issue is the creation of an ocean ministry. You want to tell us a little bit about that? I love now you say it with this force. We need an ocean ministry, Kadiga. Are we ready for this? An ocean ministry. And why? Why? Because you are saying, Kadija, we need spaces, we need a network, we need a platform, and we need financing. Okay? Those two things are the most important. We, we have the ideas, we have the technology, we have, we have a, the, the willing, we have the youth, and we have a lot of NGOs that are doing the work. But where is the ocean and the government? Where is this space for young people, for adults to work on the ocean? Where is this space of financing? We don't have it. So we need it in each and every country. Even if they don't have uh, an ocean, if they're landlocked, like for example, Bolivia or something, they also have a lot to 
to do with the ocean. They have seafood importations. They have transport from um, the shipping uh, industry. They they produce a lot of plastics. They have rivers that uh, will end up in the ocean. So we need an ocean ministry uh, to to manage these five tipping points. These are big challenges, and the ministries of environment have no financing and has have no space for working on these whole challenges. There are many challenges for the ocean. The ocean is our biggest economy. So governments, we need urgently need a ocean ministry and that we're going to work with with the United Nations to do a global call on an ocean ministry. Career. OMG, preach, Carlos, preach. Guys, the first day I met Carlos, he gave me a full-blown lecture on ocean ministry and why we need it, etc. But it was a very nice conversation. I was on a panel at the opening of the Youth Forum and I was like, you know what? Let me include some of this guy's points because he's very passionate and I think what he's saying is very important. So let me help bring that to the forefront. But I'm so glad that now I have you here on the podcast so that people can hear you say for yourself why we need an ocean ministry, the importance of it. You know, and so many times people, well, not people, in government, you know, some of these things operate in silos. So we have the Ministry of Environment, Ministry of um, Local Community, Ministry of this, Ministry of that. And everything is so dispersed across all these different areas. And there's no one centralized, organized space dedicated to the ocean. So I think it's so important that we focus on that moving forward as well when it comes to protecting and governing and managing the resource. Yeah, yeah, Khadija. And basically, we have a call on an ocean decade. We are mm-hmm. on an ocean decade, but we don't have a governmental entity that take takes care of the ocean. So how come we have a global ocean decade and we don't have an ocean government entity? We don't have ocean literacy at our public and private schools. We don't yeah. have uh, restoration, big restoration projects from the government. We already have all of these by little NGOs, but we need to scale up. We need to do it nationwide and worldwide. We need every nation to have an ocean ministry, a platform for connecting, for partnership, for collaboration, and a platform for financing annual national budget for the ocean oh my gosh drops might yes you're absolutely absolutely correct and you mentioned something that drives me absolutely insane the fact that um ocean literacy at like the primary and secondary school level and i i hate that i hate that being from an island surrounded by the ocean that the, the first time i really got to learn about it was when i was studying at the tertiary level and with my master's or with my undergrad and it's like no like we should be learning about the ocean from birth as as children go all the way up everything it has to offer so that we can love and want to protect the resource even more but slowly but surely we are not where we need to be but there are activists out there like yourself and like so many others within the sustainable ocean alliance community which is the community that we both belong to that are working and pushing and accelerating solutions that 
I am hopeful that, you know, we head in the right direction. So we're not where we need to be, but there are people working on getting us there. So that is a win. Yeah. And and never say never, Kadija. We will do it. We will save our ocean. And we need everybody that's hearing this beautiful podcast, Echo Vibes, that help us save our ocean because it's very difficult for us and we need your help. We beg for your help. Save our ocean. Save our ocean. Save our ocean. Oh, you said we beg for your help. <laughs> That's, yeah, we that's do it. You know, I'm I'm dramatic. Okay, let's do it. But this oh, is a drama moment, Khadija. We are in a drama moment, so we need to act with drama as well. Or don't you think that? I agree. I 200% agree with you. And I know I mentioned that we're both a part of Sustainable Ocean Alliance, right? Which is an organization registered in the U.S., but they operate internationally. So myself, I manage the Caribbean, but Carlos here is the new president, as I would have mentioned in his bio, of SOE Colombia. So you want to tell us a little bit about that and then what's next for you? Carilla, I'm so happy you mentioned that. I have this new responsibility uh, to represent my own country and I feel very, very, very happy. I'm the new president of SOE Colombia. <clears throat> We already have a very beautiful team And we're going to start uh, gathering volunteers, gathering mm -hmm. little uh, young leaders that want to help us to save our ocean. And how are we going to start this? By education. We are going to give like some uh, three classes, one or two classes to some schools to identify um, these little uh, leaders that are interested in ocean conservation and then take take them into our volunteer um, group and start doing uh, more classes. And then we can do, with when we have some financial, we can do some beach cleanups. We can um, do some research projects. Uh, one of my dreams is, is uh, restoring coral reefs, you know, like um, having these little nurseries, like planting corals. I love plants. Uh, right okay. in front of me, I I have like these babies that I want them to have some roots. I have them in water. Hello, and I want to <laughs> to do that with corals because coral. I mean, I work with coral reefs. They are my my source of of work, and I have seen them, Kadija, lose their color, lose their fishes, lose their everything. They're losing their soul. So I want to restore coral reefs. I want to restore seagrasses. Um, and I think my, my, my team will love that. We educate, we research, um, and we are advocates. We need to be active on our social media because, you know, social media, we have a lot of things, right? Like uh, some kind of nice for laughing, you know, music mm -hmm. and to see our friends and that's very good. But what if we use social media for educating people for a for ocean purpose? And we as well use it for entertainment, but we can use this tool that it's worldwide. We can use it for saving our ocean. I think that's very beautiful. 
and we're going to do that with SOA Colombia. Yeah, I love the fact that you mentioned, you know, using social media as a tool, because that's one of the things I use the most. But for you, I'm going to call you out here and I'm going to tell you as a diver, I would really appreciate to see some of your dives on social media, please and thank you. Some of the things that you see, some of the fishes, some of the corals, you know, bring the underwater life that Colombia has to your followers. I think that would be amazing. This is me pressuring you to do that, to get a I camera will. when you go out there. Your next dive, your goal is to post at least one thing from underwater that is not just you. Yes. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I will do it. I will do it. And I have amazing content right now. Like this, this comrade from, from the boat, he let me his mm-hmm. camera and I had these amazing encounters with a stingray and with a rockfish and with these corals. So awesome, awesome. Actually, yes. on my yesterday class, I showed all of these pictures to, to the little kids. And they were like, oh, my God, that's a moray. Oh, that's a ray. Oh, wow. What is that? Like, there's there are some animals we don't even know what they are. Exactly. But you see, you see how excited they were when you showed it to them? Because not yeah. all the time, everybody gets to connect with it. So it's great when the people who are going underwater, who are connecting with it, shows it to the rest of the world. So this is my this is my one wish. This is my one thing Lovely I want to ask of you. Yes, please. You have two more, okay? <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, so my first wish is for you to show me Colombia's underwater. My second wish is for you, when I come to Colombia, to have me with my scuba diving journey. And my third wish, I'll figure it out, hopefully, before this episode is over. For sure. How does for that sure. sound? Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, before we wrap up, this is something I usually do, which is probably maybe I could make this my third wish. My third wish is for you to teach me some Spanish, please. Hola, hola, hola. Soy el profe tiburón con Cadilla y su podcast de Echo Bites para salvar el océano. Necesitamos su ayuda. Necesitamos todos los que nos están escuchando para salvar el océano. Salvar el océano. Salvar hey, el océano. So, on that note, I would love for you to teach me a little phrase or two in Spanish related to the ocean that I can say that I can use. Yes. Okay, Cadilla. So maybe do you know how to say save our ocean in Spanish? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Salva nuestro océano. <laughs> Cadilla, you're very good. Cadilla, are you capable of saying salva nuestro océano three times, like speeding it up a little bit? Salva nuestro océano. Salva nuestro océano. <laughs> Probably just once. Let me see are if I ready? did it. Yeah. Are you ready? One. Yeah. Two. One, two, three, go. I panicked. I panicked. Okay. I'm going. <laughs> okay. Three, 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 two, one, go. Salva nuestro océano. Yes. We did no. two more times. Let me yeah, try. Okay. Okay. Times. All right. One, two, go. Salva nuestro océano. Salva nuestro océano. Salva. Oceano. I don't know what. Yeah, you did it, Cadilla. Yeah. Sometimes uh, our language um, forms us. I have been working long time, Cadilla 
to get out the butt of my of my vocabulary, you know? Like in mm-hmm. Spanish is pero, Cadilla, you're a very nice woman, but you have to be better in this, this. So it's like, okay, I'm a very nice woman, but uh, yeah. I'm not a very nice woman, you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to go scuba diving, but, but uh, yeah. I won't, no, I, I want to go with this, not with that. So do you want to go scuba diving or no? You know, like this yeah. bud is, I, I I have to, I, I love to change it for and, you know. Kadia, you are a very nice woman and your podcasts are very, very nice. You could, I think, I'm thinking you can do this better or this, that, you know. The language yeah. is very important. It's very, very important. On, or when somebody tells you like, I'm thinking of this of this idea, you know, and if you say like mm, no, like if you start with no or with but, uh, it's like if you start with oh that's a very nice idea. Let me see. I think we could do it better if, with if we do this and that. You know, language is very important, and as that work with groups and with leaders, we need to motivate them. It's very important to be be aware of that language that we use yeah i was about to ask you if you could give our listeners some advice but i think you already did and that is so very true like language is so powerful and be careful what we speak because we could be speaking things into reality so instead of saying but throw that away because i mean i i do that often uh, unfortunately it's a very bad practice yeah i want to go here but i'm not sure or i want to do this mm-hmm. but mm, i don't know if i can afford or but i don't know so yeah it's very important to take away that that but and that i yeah. don't know and probably i would I try can't. i can't I can't. Yeah. I can't no well can't. if you say you can you you can't if you say i can well i can yeah what is it? Si se puede. Yes, you can. Yes, we si can. Si se puede. Si yeah. se puede. Si se puede. Si se puede. Yes, you can. Absolutely. And on that note, I would like to thank you so much for joining me, Carlos. Oh my gosh, we had such an amazing conversation. And guys, you don't know, we could keep talking for hours. Trust me, Carlos is crazy. I'm also crazy. So <laughs> I mean, you might end up getting a song if we keep this going, dancing, some Spanish in between, some soca, etc. And I know and I know we didn't mention it in this conversation, but don't worry, Carlos and I have been talking. And next year, hopefully we're going to see if we could get SOA to have an ocean festival Latin America and Caribbean ocean festival where we learn all about the ocean music we dance we have the arts and it's just a community coming together to just love respect care for and save our ocean so let's hopefully we can make that happen right Carlos yeah the ocean festival Latin American ocean festival that would be a blast Cadilla hosted by Trinidad Tobago what what yes yes it's already singing amazing so guys stay tuned for that and be sure to follow Carlos wait a minute before you follow Carlos you need his socials so Carlos you want to tell people where they can find you at Profe Tiburon add me on Instagram at Profe Tiburon. That's like shark teacher, but in Spanish. And I will be showing a lot of ocean life in my social media, Cadilla, just for you and for all of you that will follow me, because I know we all love the ocean. 
and I'm going to be that window for you guys. Oh my gosh, beautiful music to my ears. I could cry. I'm so glad <laughs> and I'm going to hold you to it. The next time I see you go dive in, I'm going to be like, Carlos, where are the pictures? You promised us, <laughs> you promised, you promised the EcoVibes podcast listeners. So you have to put it out there, right? I will hold you accountable. Perfect. I will love that. That's a promise for you and for my, for all of our podcast listeners, Echo Vibration. I love this vibe, Kadija. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very grateful for knowing you and Thank you for amplifying my beautiful voice that I will be singing more to be better. Absolutely. So guys, you know, make sure and follow the EcoVibes podcast on all socials at EcoVibes. Very simple. Instagram, Facebook, you name it. We are everywhere. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give the EcoVibes podcast some love and share it with your friends and family and everybody you know that breathes essentially. Right? So like I said, this is season three, the Ocean and Climate Action Series, where we talk all things climate change and ocean conservation. We have more great episodes to come. This was the first one, and I hope you enjoyed it because I did. So I will see you in the next episode. Hasta luego. Hasta Bye luego. Guys. Chao, chao, tiburón. Baila, baila por el mar. Baila por el ocean. Woohoo!